Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and of course, youtube.com forward slash up next every Wednesday night, 10.30 Eastern PM. Yeah. Yeah. We, hello, hello YouTube room. Yeah, hello YouTube room, hello podcast world, wherever you may be listening to us, hello. Um, Wednesday nights, we watch NXT, because we're your NXT friends. Friends! And even tonight, on a night that probably most wrestling fans were watching a different show, a stack show, with all the titles on the line, oh my god. Uh, we still watched NXT, and we're going to talk to you about it tonight. We still watched it. We may be the only people. We're loyal. We're well, loyal we are loyal. Yellow brand. Um, we are NXT friends, and yes, we did watch that. And so far, I'm speaking for myself, but I think you as well, we're yeah. unspoiled. So yeah. we're trying to stick that way, because we'll be doing our AEW show in the morning, early afternoon. Noon. Uh, Judging tomorrow, on these white claws. Yes. Uh, tomorrow on our Patreon. So we do talk about AEW every week. And we're looking forward to watching that later tonight. Uh, I mean, we're, if you're listening podcast, you can't see, but uh, YouTube room can see. I'm on my cowboy shit. Ever since Hangman Page rocking the, rocking the bandana, it's been my accessory of, yeah. of the month lately. Nice. Uh, yeah, we talk all about AEW on Thursdays, and that's a lot of fun. That's uh, a, another show. We, we will get to that. But of course, we did talk about, uh, we will talk about NXT today. Um, off the bat, we had a barbecue again. Yes. Even though it's October, spooky season. Uh, you you came home with charcoal and you were determined to have a barbecue and then it started to rain. Mm. Yeah, we but then it stopped. A new episode of Behind the BDE. Ooh, which yes, is already up for World Champs, and we were getting all excited to barbecue. And it started to rain. Wow, but then it stopped. It stopped. A and miracle occurred. Wow, yeah. the savior 
Some, someone, someone was like, no, they have to barbecue. And that's what we did. We, we recorded a behind the BD is a, a, an exclusive world champ show where we, we talked about our new Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, follow us on Instagram. We decided that, you know, maybe on these Wednesdays or any of the days we record, we'll be more, uh, like posting stuff. So today I posted some videos of you barbecuing. Yes. <laughs> some, uh, some, some fun things there. So at up next podcast, go follow us on Instagram. We, we're not sure why a podcast needs an Instagram, but we decided. Why not? Everyone needs an Instagram. Yeah, for the gram. So yeah. go support the BD at our Twitter, at Up Next Podcast. We post all the shows, all the stuff we do, our thoughts, and all funny things, as well as John Sino, buddy of the show, friend of the show, host of Shot in the Dark, which is a free show up on our Patreon. All you got to do is go patreon.com slash up next, and Shot in the Dark is absolutely free. You don't have to do anything. You can just click the show and listen to it. John Sino covers all the... The other shows I don't watch, 205 Live, Dark, I don't know what else he talks about. Main event, New Japan Strong, uh, GCW from this weekend. Right, yeah, I mean, that's, Bloodsport yeah, and true. Spring Break. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff. If you if you want to be caught up on everything, yeah. uh, it's, it's a, your, like, Cliff Notes of Wrestling. 15 minutes, he yeah. goes, he goes Cliff Notes, he goes in depth with those Spark Notes version of wrestling. But, yeah, um, and then we, we, we have John, of course, who, uh, joins us for a bunch of things. He does the zombie pod. We'll be talking to him for the Patreon uh, a little later in the month for top five spooky moments in wrestling alongside Stephanie Chase from Digital Spy and all the stuff she's been doing. over. She does so many NXT interviews. I highly recommend checking Stephanie out as well. That's uh, Is that next week we're doing that? Um, that that'll be weeks? in two weeks' time. Yeah, so that's in two weeks. So I got to get, get, get ready of my spooky moments. Maybe one of them happened from tonight. Maybe. NXT. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll get there. Um, uh, while we're on the subject of our Patreon, yeah. we have a new episode of Was Next coming out tomorrow where we're, we're looking at the January 2nd edition, 2013 now, yeah. of NXT featuring The Shield. It's the, all about The Shield. Yeah, this is like an Easter egg of wrestling. Yes. Uh, if you've maybe, we, so Was Next is a show we go back and we've been watching old NXT from the start. And now we're on this episode where The Shield have finally actually come together and so they've already been on the main roster but it's NXT this this was a kind of a, a little hidden easter egg of an episode i definitely thought it's so. a really it's been one of the best ones we've watched um we've got a new episode of up yours joined by world champion peter smiloff where we'll be talking all about the 1990 cor- comedy horror movie franken hooker oh my goodness you can pretty much work out from the title <laughs> what the film is about uh but that should be uh, a really fun review with peter and then next week we're back with our free movie reviews where we'll be doing our batman review yeah. batman returns from 1992 that will be on the free feed yeah we did batman Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. That was awesome. That's on this very free feed. And we're going to continue with the Batman. So the next one is Batman Returns. We'll be doing that next week. We'll be hyping it up next week as well. We'll probably release that like next Thursday or something. So, But if you like free shows, you might like this. There's a show called Hell in a Cell. Mm. Bailey and Sasha in the cell. Right? Jay and Roman in the cell. Randy and Drew in the cell. Well... We did a show last year for our Patreon called Best Match Ever, Hell in a Cell. And we dissected and picked and reviewed all the the best Hell in a Cell matches and then kind of argue and pick which one we kind of thought was the best. We're deciding to give it out for free. Yes. Uh, on this very feed, uh, next, well, where do we want to go? 
maybe Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday next week. Yeah. So if you maybe have not listened to any of the Patreon shows, or maybe you didn't, you're not a member anymore. You want a free show? Uh, it is uh, from last year, but we'll put a little timestamp on it, and we'll be talking about all Hell in a Cell. We get all up in the Undertaker, Triple H, all of that, all the Hell in the Cells, all for free on this very free feed. Best match ever, Hell in a Cell. Tuesday, we'll drop it. Absolutely. Yeah. But those are the free shows. We just did a Halloween Havoc 1993 review. We did Evil Dead, the OG, a movie review. That's up on the Patreon. $5 a month, North American tier, gets you all these shows. Absolutely. But yeah, that's how you can support us here at the BDE. We did uh, a show in the in the backyard earlier today, and then we were kind of like hanging out. You got the barbecue going, and then our landlord... Oh, message. Oh, boy, I forgot. I almost <laughs> forgot. We were about to jump wow. into some wrestling, but wow. our landlord asks us if uh, we've had like a, a leaky faucet and I'm, through text message. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, sorry. So she's like, can you check? So I literally think like maybe the water pipes are burst or something. So I quickly go through the house and no, nothing's happened. It's fine. So I'm like, message her back. I said, no, nothing's, everything's fine. She says, oh, okay. Can you check? And anyone to, like any dripping anywhere? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see any. She's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I said, is everything okay? Because I was nervous. I'm like, yeah. something going. What's going on? Is our house going to like explode into water or something? I don't know what's going. I don't know how this works. And she said that the the city of Toronto have messaged them, our t- landlords, saying that their water consumption has tripled in the past few months. So there's a lot of more water coming out of this residence mm. and they assume that we are growing cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> so my landlord obviously probably sees me in the backyard once or twice smoking up a doobie now thinks I'm fucking the Walter White of pot. <laughs> now I would say if we were growing cannabis here, we'd be paying our rent on time. <laughs> We would where be living we, to the wire we? every month. So my our landlord like thinks... Like, where? We live in a basement. There's no natural sunlight in here. I don't know where you'd fit a greenhouse in. They can see what's in the garden. Like, where are we supposed to be wow. doing this? Jeez. Also, it's, like, legal in this country. Like, literally, there's three stores outside two <laughs> minutes away that we can go buy it legally. Why would I grow it in my own house? I <laughs> so... <laughs> I obviously sell coke if I <laughs> No, it's uh, so confusing. I don't understand. Uh very very odd, but I had to I have to convince her now. But then we're like, "Oh, come to think of it, we have had a leaky faucet." <laughs> and it seems really sus. Oh, that's a leaky faucet. <laughs> I don't understand, so she doesn't believe me and I said we can, you know, we can talk tomorrow. She I think she wanted to talk tonight, but we were busy watching NXT. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm, I can't do this right now. <laughs> like, did she really? She wanted to actually. No, but I, she was kind of like, can we, can we come? And I'm like, let's, let's talk tomorrow so I can clean up and get rid of all the weed and seeds and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but that was an interesting turn of events today. So now our landlord. Yeah, it was very strange. We might get evicted for growing weed that we don't Not grow. Growing. Yeah. What are we going to do? Live on the streets? On the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Start growing weed. <laughs> Start selling drugs. Yeah. Fuck, we're gonna have to turn to a life of crime. Uh, just very, very 
Very interesting. Um, something I know we talked about on Behind the BD of uh, terrible things and terrible people on Twitter with mm. terrible opinions that they're so, uh, you know, they, they're allowed to have. But um, I saw – we're, we're nerds and we talk – we were mentioning Batman and stuff. I can't go on today without mentioning that Jimmy Kimmel says he's going to play Craven the Hunter in Spider-Man 3. And then on top of that, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are announced for Spider-Man 3. What? I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Is Matt Damon going to be in it? Who would Matt Damon be? Scorpion. I want Topher Grace to be in it. What? Get out. Get the fuck out. No, Topher Grace will be in Venom 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Michael Keaton's going to be Batman in this, like, Flash yes. time travel type universe thing. So With doing... Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. And I read the other day that Christian Bale has said if Christopher Nolan approves of the script, he'll do it. He, like, wants Christopher Nolan's blessing, but he's been approached to be in The oh, Flash as oh well. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, I think the Spider-Man one will be better just because Toby's in it. We'll get Toby with his emo it's hair. It's an maybe. interesting trio. Yeah. Because they're, they're all quite different. Right. Um, no, I'm... I, and I get- want Val Kilmer to be in the Batman. <laughs> I want Val and George. George is Bruce only. He's a good, but we'll get to that one down the line. But, uh, but I, if it's a multiverse, can you imagine the moment where everyone's like, Bruce, what's with the nips? <laughs> <laughs> Just George Clooney hanging out with his Matt Damon. There you go. Who <laughs> shows up there. But Kimmel as Craven the Hunter makes a lot of sense. I like it. Ultimate Spider Man vibes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's going to be a whole act. He's just going to be a fake. Not like a real villain. Mm. I think it'll be good. Or well, maybe he'll be absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel just, <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know if he's trolling or not. I wonder if it's, he, he tweeted it and everything on Twitter is real. true, yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Well, um, is, well, how are you doing other than that? You all right? I'm all right. Yeah. It's been an interesting week. We're obviously now in, back in phase two in Toronto. I say obviously, it's not obvious. Uh, people are going through all their different, regulations and stuff where they live uh but yeah we've gone back to phase two in the city which means no more indoor dining which really affects my job because i'm a bartender and a server and it's starting to get cold here so not many people want to sit outside so work's been pretty tough um yeah and don't know i think i'm pretty sure layoffs are happening again uh, I think I'm staying this time around. Um, Jeez. But yeah, it's... Um, it's crazy because you, you, people want to like support restaurants and bars mm. and stuff. But like how if you can't go to them, yeah. right? Like it's cra- Like we, we were joking that we were sitting outside today. It was still kind of cold, but hoodie season. Mm. We were fine. But like I can see people trying to support. But as soon as it gets cold, it gets crazy in Canada. Obviously, we have listeners listening where they don't have winters like we do. But it gets crazy. And like it's definitely going to be difficult in, yeah, in the future for, for a lot of people all or all over the world really mm. like the whole entertainment business been flipped upside down yeah everything is just is just crazy but somehow wrestling just continue why don't you just be a wrestler uh why not why not yeah <laughs> be a manager yeah i don't know you could, what could you could you could wrestle you're like what six foot sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> get you in shape that's what you this round two of lockdown i was actually thinking of messaging the gym across the road yeah. and be like can i just borrow some weights what do you mean bar- like like you're closed can i just borrow a pair you live of really close yeah i don't think they'd let you they well, should right. well, i'm gonna email them now email them du- no not during the show what is your <laughs> 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 don't give them that free press unless they give you the weights 
<laughs> but there you go. Just focus on the good things. Yeah. How yeah. have you been? Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been all right. It's, it's spooky season, but it's like, why should I bother getting a costume if I'm not sure there's going to be because Halloween to... Havoc in two weeks. Oh, time. right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. I've just been watching uh, a lot of scary movies. Uh, watched Midsummer finally. That was really creepy. Yeah. Uh, just been, just been keeping it low key, doing my thing. And yeah, I do, we do have to get a Halloween costume actually because yeah, we've got to get it sorted because NXT is doing Halloween Havoc October 28th and we're doing our watch along and Zoom costume party. We're going to be giving out a link to a Zoom, like pretty much like the tailgate we did in the summer. But if you don't have a costume, you're getting booted. Therefore, we really need to work on a costume. Yes. Are we going to be Killian Dane and Drake? No. You're dressed like Drake Maverick what, now. Do I just tan myself? Oh, you said I was dressed like Johnny Gargano <laughs> earlier. <laughs> just dressed like really small white men. <laughs> um, I'll be. I'll just take my shirt off and I'll be Dane. I'll get some like uh, I don't know. I'm not as hairy as Dane. I, I don't know. What other tag team? You wanted to be Tyler Breeze. Same being Tyler Breeze. Yeah. I'll be, I don't want to be Fandango. I'd be Fabian Eichner. Be Fabian Eichner. Sure. I want to be Io Shirai. Be Io Shirai. All right. You like, can't stop me. Don't let anyone tell, yeah. believe tell in you your down. dreams. Whatever. Yeah. Believe yeah. in your dreams. All, All right. right. Maybe. Uh, costume suggestions to both of us. And get thinking of your costume. We want some sort of effort. Yeah. Should we have a contest? We should have a contest. All right. Best contest. Costume. Wins. Best con- something. Costume wins something. But, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to Scrump. <laughs> Best costume. Uh, but at Up Next Podcast and of course, and on the Instagram at Up Next Podcast, let us know what should our Halloween costumes be for our watch along. YouTube.com slash Up Next, October 28th. Not only will we be doing our post shows like we're doing right now, but we'll be doing a watch along for Halloween Havoc. Uh, and it'll be super spooky. So can't wait for all the spooky stuff. Go! I love spooky season. Have you had a uh, pumpkin? We had pumpkin beer today, but have you had a I've pumpkin had, spice? I had some pumpkin beer. I had some pumpkin spice a couple of weeks ago, yeah. but haven't recently. Pumpkin beers. Pumpkin. I don't. I, good. I haven't drank beer like all year, and then yeah, I'm, I just had pumpkin beer. It was a real. They, why don't they have pumpkin spice white claws? You just had to get the pumpkin spice in the conversation. Yeah, I always somehow, do. Yeah, I always do. In fact, for Halloween havoc, I'm going to make pumpkin chili. Sure, you've never talked about it on the I'm show gonna, before. I'm going to serve it in a pumpkin. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about what happened here tonight. NXT. The show, uh, a lot of people just PVR'd and watched the other one. But we're still here. We're, we are loyal. And it's all taking place from the Capitol Wrestling Center. NXT, October 14th, 2020. Starts off with Undisputed Era with no Adam Cole. He's still injured. He's injured ribs. Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong. Fish and Roddy are in their gear because they have a match coming up. Kyle, on the mic, says he is healing up and should be cleared within a week to wrestle again. And the match with Finn was awesome. But if we had our hands on Ridge Holland, well, we would have put him in the hospital bed he's in right now. So whoever is behind this Ridge deal, the Era Boys will find you. And we will hurt them. I think he was going for a Taken vibe. <laughs> uh, we have a great set of skills. This is quite interesting to see Kyle like, as the mouthpiece. Kind of lead here and be yeah. the mouthpiece. Like, we've heard, heard him talk in kind of backstage things, but it's rare it's in the ring. And how did you feel Kyle was here as kind of the leader? Uh, I like, like, I like comedy. 
and I like my wrestling. And sometimes I don't like my wrestling to comedy. And I feel like Kyle still has that stink to me where he's trying to be funny, but it doesn't nail. Okay. Because I think Kyle should just kind of be the way he was in those tar- prime targets and stuff. Dude sounds like he's like an athlete. And that's kind of the way – he should be more deadly. He should act the way he wrestles. Like he wrestles because he bends your knees and makes you mm. tap out and attacks you. Like he's so technically sound. I think he should be more that and less of like – I don't know. I just – I kind of thought it was a little cheesy. Uh It seemed like they reverted back to their kind of heel gimmick. Yeah, maybe that's and it. And it was cool to see him – like, get the mic and kind of be in that lead position while Cole's out. But I agree with you. It didn't sound as, like, I I see these guys now as, like, a kind of no-nonsense babyface group. And it no seems nonsense. like they're pulling away from that, maybe. No-nonsense show. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it just didn't seem as strong as, mm. as I thought it was. It was kind of like, he ends it with, the, the second coming of the Golden Prophecy begins tonight. And that, boys and girls, well, you know the line. Sing along at home. That's undisputed. Mm. Like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's undisputed. Well, Undisputed Era have to go up against Danny Birch, Oni Lorkin, the guys who injured Ridge Holland. So this is kind of uh intertwining storyline. How did we get to this match? Roddy and Birch won a match together. Therefore, they got to fight. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's how we got yeah, here. Yeah, I completely forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This is the number one contenders to the tag titles that is in this match. And um, as Danny and Oni get to the ring, Oni and Oni's like, I heard you got a ridge problem. Not anymore. Thanks to us. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, they did take this guy out. Kayfabe was. He, they fucked him up, I guess. So Undisputed Era versus 1-2. And there's uh, some crazy takedowns one on one here. Roddy and and, and uh, Birch are going at it. Birch is in with Fish and he's stomping away on Fish's arm. Oni and Birch hit a I know you love this double Russian leg sweep. Pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah it was like a w- double. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Um, there's then a double suplex. Uh, either side Russian leg sweep would it be? Either side, because it's a Cause side. Either side. Of it. Either side. Russian legs. Well, the doubles Russian. I mean, yeah. There's any. There's any. There's multiple ways. A white Russian leg sweep, my favorite. Why white Russian leg sweep? Because Sandman used to do it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then they like suplex fish onto Roddy. Looks great. There's uppercuts. There's uh, uppercuts to like the arm. Oni's just wiling out with the uppercuts to everything. Oni's then chopping him up, lighting him up, and we go to commercial break. Picture and picture. And we hear the voice of John Cena. We do, New yeah. voice of, of Honda? Honda? Something like that. Yeah. Um, and during the commercial, it is Undisputed Era now who has the advantage, and they're beating down on Oni, tagging in and out. When we come back from break, we see Tyler Breeze and Fandango, the champions, Watching on the ape, like the there's the, like a the new stage. perch, isn't it? It's in front of the True. the screens. Oh, we lost they the had perch. A little, yeah, we've lost the perch. But they had a little stage in front of some of the screens. Uh, I say it's the new perch. The new perch is just the ramp. Is it just the ramp? It was like it was like a little bit of apron, wasn't it? In front. Oh, of the, okay, yeah. In the screen, you're right because yeah. we see it later. Mm. <laughs> we see someone on there later. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the new perch. New perch. Uh, but also, I just like that. They're the champions, and they came out to watch the match, and someone actually gave them seats. Yeah. Like, instead of just wrestlers standing with their arms crossed, watching watching TV TV sideways, yeah. So the champions are getting a good look here. Uh, So the match continues. We have strong 
hitting uh, like a, a stronghold here, but Lorcan gets out of it. There's then Bobby Fish who goes for a flying headbutt or the flying fish, but Oni moves out of the way. No water in the pool. Uh, Birch gets tagged in. He's throwing these guys into each other, literally. He throws Fish into Roderick Strong. There's then a pop-up powerbomb onto Roderick Strong. Uh, Fish, however, comes back with a Samoan drop on Birch for a two. There's uh, back and forth. Oni is just crazy with these uppercuts continuing. Double blockbuster on both guys. There's a spot where you think Team 1-2 has both their submission holds um, but Roddy gets a, a, a roll up for like a 2.9. There's headbutts to the back. There's the assist DDT, but it's broken up by fish only for a two count. Uh, Oni gets thrown into Birch inadvertently, turns around. Roddy hits him with the high knee. Oni sells it like death. Roddy gets the pin and undisputed era are the number one contenders yet again for the NXT tag team titles. I think no surprise with these four. It was a really good match. We've yeah, seen these guys. For sure. Well, we've seen they can't miss. combinations of UE face these guys. But I thought this was really good. Good hot opener. Um, it was nice to see finish with the kind of running knee as well. Um, yeah. I like having different finishes. We don't normally see Roddy win with this. Um, you don't see Roddy win. No, it's rare. Uh, Survivor Series last year. Now, don't ne- forget. Never, never forget. forget. Never forget. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was really good. I, I enjoyed this. Yeah, this was a fun match. And uh, I kind of wanted to see, because c- this is a different version. This was Fish and Roddy. Yes. This wasn't Kyle and Roddy, and it wasn't Kyle oh, and Fish. Yeah. It was Fish and Roddy. So it's definitely a team we're not used to seeing out of the four guys. I wanted to see Roddy and Fish do Chasing the Dragon. They, Te- teasing yeah some, they need to do something yeah. don't they there's some there's something that's like not progressing the story elimination or something something to like yeah yeah, yeah that it'll come happen. it'll come this was kind of one of their first matches together yeah um, but uh fun fun match and undisputed era get the tag title shot yes uh which so, is next week not at halloween Hall, yeah halloween. next week against fandango and tyler breeze mm. we have Mackenzie mitchell backstage and she's giving us an update on finn balor who had surgery this week and uh, the title is kind of on hold because we're kind of seeing we're playing it by by ear here. They basically say here his jaw is more fucked than we thought it was. Right down through the wire. We see images of it literally down to the oh, wire. Um, the images here are gross. And then they're kind of saying, "Hey, we don't want to vacate the title, but we'll see. If Finn's ready soon, we'll keep it." That's kind of what they're saying. What right? a champion! You see his face. Yeah, man, man, that match. I want to rewatch that match. That was a war. But yeah, it's clear they don't want to vacate again so soon after Cross, which I'm fine with. The title is cursed. Mm. Get anywhere near that title, cursed. We have a video package for Ember Moon. She says it's been a bad year. She's been injured and injured and injured. But now, once they told me, Ember, you're cleared. Ember, your NXT is what she thought. So I came home. And I feel alive. This is more of like a video package where she's like talking to the camera and yeah. cuts in and out. She's not in the ring here. Uh, she says NXT makes her feel alive. The fashion, the drive, everything. There's a list of people I want to beat. And, and just because I'm coming back doesn't mean I'm at the front of the line. I want to earn it. So she's naming Zia Lee, Candice LeRae, all the people she, she wants to, to face here in NXT. All my, all the roads led me back to NXT and Ember's Law leads me back to my title. Um, it's, this was better than last week. This kind of video worked a lot better. 
you can show clips from her first reign. You can show the new people who are around who are, yeah, new since she left. Um, the line at the beginning, though, did make me laugh. No one can define what Ember Moon is. It's like, yeah, that's the issue. That's, that's pretty much that's been the, the problem the whole time. Um, but th- this definitely worked better for her, I'd say. No one can define Ember Moon. Yeah, really on the nose there. Yeah. We have Ashanti, the Adonis. He comes out. He's going up against Jake Atlas. So Ashanti kind of made his name at TakeOver by like kind of coming to the aid of Swerve. But he's got a match here against Jake Atlas. We haven't seen him in a little bit since getting beat up by Champa. Um, both guys have clearly like history in, in gymnastics there or something because they're both like yeah. bouncing up doing cartwheels Wade calls out jake atlas's gymnastics yeah definitely because he's like he's he's doing some flippy flippy shit uh very fast he's faster than cardi b deleting instagram stories Uh-oh. that's how fast jake atlas is uh there's some trash talking from ashante here basically like yo don't you know who i am and he's like yeah to who you mom <laughs> uh so while they're fighting wild and mendoza from Legato del Fantasma show up on the ramp. This distracts Ashanti, obviously. Atlas gets a roll-up win, a small package, and gets the victory. But then they start to beat up on Adonis right away. This match was pretty much, that was it. And they start to beat him up. So Atlas makes the save here with the tope suicide to both guys, fighting them off. And this is where Santos Escobar shows up with a beautiful suit mm, this is a halloween fresh. costume you need this kind of looked like the riddler a little it's like green sequins Ooh, mm. it was nice and he looks like it, the camera cut like his it's at his legs with his boys and then the camera pans up and they're like oh our boss is here because they're it, it felt very mob boss <coughs> yeah because they were was. taken out they were kind of retreated on yeah. the ground and he comes out like what the fuck dun, are you doing dun, down there dun, final boss fight and it's him but then Swerve shows up in the middle of the ring with a chair, the three on three. It's a standoff and they, they, they back off. So this is definitely, uh, a, a, a six man tag probably next week or the week for prior, uh, following. Uh, I see us maybe having this on 205. It, it feels like with 205 being in the CWC, they're trying to like make it kind of NXT's B show. Yeah. Like the SmackDown to NXT which cool. Raw, which I, I like the idea of and. I'm all for angles being shot on NXT to kind of try and push you to watch 205, uh, if that's what they're doing here. Because Jake Atlas and, uh, not Tweet Miles, sorry. Um, Ashanti. Ashanti. My bad. <laughs> have, been, um, have been featured on 205 quite a bit recently, along with Legado del Fantasma. So I think it's quite a good idea. Um, but the match should be good. I, I liked what I saw between these two tonight obviously the match didn't really get fully going yeah because it kind of cut straight to angle well but what they did do was look great because I, w- I said to you when we were watching i'm like oh it's two baby faces i assume mm. here even though ashanti kind of had the like swag and kind of he's got trash that cocky element yeah, to him yeah. yeah so that's a match we might see on 205 live and you can hear all about it on shot in the dark absolutely <laughs> we have candace luray johnny gargano backstage and they're talking about opportunity and Johnny mentions that Candice is the uncrowned women's champion. She's been robbed and robbed. Candice says, I'm uncrowned. And, and Johnny says, what did Loomis ever do to, to get a title shot? What, didn't he like kidnap a guy? What, what are we do? What are we even doing here? But it doesn't matter because we're the Garganos and we, we know that destiny is on our side and destiny overcomes all odds. So Johnny is going to go, going to go one on one with Austin Theory next and he says theory 
he's good, but he's young and he's immature. So he, he can run off his mouth all he wants, but I'm going to give him a lesson of wrestling in a lifetime. A lesson of wrestling in a lifetime. It's going to show him who Johnny Wrestling is. So that matches right now, but uh, before any, any, anything off that uncrowned thing, I want them both as champions. I'm done with it. Stop pussyfooting. I, I, think, I really feel you need to do either that or move them. Like, have uh, them leave NXT. I, I, I kind of feel it's really getting to that point. I think there is juice out of these two as a sort of power couple, yeah. uh, double champ sort of thing. Double champ. I think that could work for a few months. Um, and we're going to get more to Gargano and Larray kind of with the closing angle. So I'll save some things yeah, to them. for sure. But as always, these two sounded great. I know people aren't high on the Johnny Gargano heel thing, but I think it's I think it's great, and it'll eventually turn into. We say every yeah. week it's whether you're a fan of it or not. I think they perform it really well. Um, yeah, I always prefer. I think they're perfect baby faces, but they're doing this really well. Gotta get those tracksuits in time for oh, yeah. a Halloween costume. We go to the match. Austin Theory or no entrance. Austin Theory is what he's going by tonight. Yeah, yeah. Versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, right away, Austin Theory is being super cocky and kind of not taking Johnny seriously here. So Johnny just starts to like out wrestle him. There's technical moves. He hits like the Gargano escape pretty early on here. So Theory's like, all right. So he comes back, uh, hits a stand, hits like a, is it like a knee or an elbow that rocks Johnny, which then, uh, sorry, it's a lariat. Then he hits a standing moonsault. Looked great, but only a two count. Hits his patented rolling through drop kick. He can do this. All day. All day. Because he tells us. Um, there's Johnny who fights back with an Enzigiri and then the slingshot spear for a two count. They go to commercial break. When we come back, Johnny goes for the satellite DDT, but Theory counters it and almost hits like a big ending. Kind yeah. of. Like he throws him and it's almost like a, the big ending, which I think is a terrible finishing move. But it looks kind of cool never here. never mentioned. <laughs> Uh, doesn't get, uh, doesn't keep Johnny down there. So then hits him with this like deadlift almost style suplex onto Johnny for a two count. Um, th- both guys are at their feet now, standing switch back and forth. And, uh, there's like a kick to the face. And then Austin Theory hits the, the, what is it? Like the Kenny Omega style sushi like garoshi. The hook leg sushi garoshi. It's yeah. named after a video game like Dance Dance Revolution or something. Uh, <laughs> that movie's awesome. But Johnny Gargano kicks out. Um, there's then the ATL, but it's blocked. Johnny jumps off the top for a crossbody. Austin Theory catches him. Johnny rolls out for a, uh, and a roll through, but Austin then tries to roll him up. There's a strike fest. Johnny finally hits his super kick. And then Austin Theory just dies and is like his dead body just leaning against Johnny here. It felt very like Johnny being dead against Alistair Black. Yeah. You know, when he's just about to eat that final black yeah. mass, just I, crumpled. I absolve you of all your sins. Yes. Yeah, yeah, never forget. So, Johnny, it's kind of like Ric Flair Shawn Michaels. So he's like, yo, uh, I'm sorry, but like, I don't know if Johnny loves Austin. I don't through. love you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, so he picks up Austin, lawn darts him, hits the elbow to the back of the head, then the slingshot DDT, the final beat, and it's the final three. Johnny pins Theory, and then after walking up the ramp, kind of looks back while holding his jaw and goes, eh, not bad, not bad. Yeah. And walks off. I really enjoyed this match. I found this really quite interesting because you've got Gargano as a heel facing Theory as a heel. But two, they were telling a different story here. This kind of reminded me with... 
what's going on in the G1 at the moment, you'll have two heels face each other and someone's got to take that baby face role. So you've seen that with like Zack Sabre Jr. and Kenta um, in the G1 and it, they've worked quite well. And I took it here as Gargano being the respected vet who's been disrespected. And even though he's a heel right now, it's here I was kind of with Gargano. Yeah. And Theory being like the cocky little prick who thinks he can hang with them. And showing enough where you kind of do have that nod of respect at the end, uh, but still being cocky and you still want to see Gargano put him in his place. And I like that they pretty much went 50-50 right until the end. And then Gargano's like, right, time to finish the job. Yeah. Long dart, back, back of the head with an elbow and the, not Widow's Bell, what is it? One final beat. I, I thought it was a really interesting match and I thought they worked it um, really well. I, I really like this this side of Gargano. I know people are like, oh, it's Johnny Gargano. And they don't, I always say they don't like this heel side of him. Maybe they don't like his, his wrestling as much, which I don't understand. But I love the fact that they let him like basically go, okay, no, I got to I gotta put you down. And like does that. You don't see John. Johnny's always the underdog, right? So you never kind of see that. Yeah, Johnny's either the underdog babyface or the kind chicken of shit. chicken shit heel who's yeah. not expected to win against like a bigger dude. Yeah. Um. So I, I, this worked for me. Uh, we're just one step closer to my dream match, Johnny Gargano, Kenny Omega, who can be the worst heel possible in a match. <laughs> though the wrestling will speak for itself. That's my dream. If we're, he's done in NXT. Don't go to the main roster. Just leave. You've done everything. Go fight Kenny. What about AW pisses off Kenny and Kenny. Yeah, that'll NXT. be the day. Yeah, yeah. When they say sorry, Kenny, that would be a bigger move. <laughs> Kenny going to NXT. When they say, ah, uh, you know, we just not, we're just not feeling an AEW video game. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Creative has nothing for you, Kenny. <laughs> uh, even his gear tonight, Johnny's gear was looking Kenny Omega esque. It looked good. Uh, that's my dream match, and I'm sticking to it. We go to Raquel Gonzalez backstage. She's looking dead at the camera. And is speaking. She says, Rhea Ripley, you walk around here like you own the place. Well, you're looking at the biggest and baddest woman in this industry. And seeing how Halloween Havoc is in two weeks, why don't you show up and show me how bad you really are? And, well, Rhea uh, showed up early here. She shows up. She's like, oi. Hey, you. You talking about me? She's like in the gym. Hey, what are you doing? You mentioned my name? I love when... Didn't Ballard do that? Cameron Grant's yeah. like talking shit and Ballard's yeah, like... he's like, oh, uh, excuse me. Why are you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. This, oh, one, that was so this one was more lame. I didn't like this as much. Hey, you, you talking about me? You, you must be talking about me. I'm the only one here. You must be talking to me. Rhea and her get face to face and they kind of start to push and shove each other and then they are uh, pulled apart. And, uh, well... We'll later learn that this match is announced for Halloween. Yeah, Havoc. I can't say I'm overly excited for this, but I think they might over deliver. Both both are pretty good, and I think Raquel's kind of been in either tag matches or squash matches, but what she's done has been pretty in- impressive. I think it could be fun, like big gals wrestling. I think so too. Uh, they're they're say- they're promoting it as who's the biggest and baddest in yeah. NXT in the women's division, and it's it's they're both size equivalent of each other they look similar so mm. uh yeah i think i think, you're, I, think be I think they'll over deliver i think you're right we go to champa tamasa champa backstage 
rewatching his match from last week against Kushida, which was an awesome match, mm. by the way. Uh, and he's upset. He's watching the finish over and over. And the finish was Velveteen Dream getting Champa DQ'd. Thus, Champa won the match. But Champa's now watching this back and forth, like rocking, more psychotic. He's got that psycho killer mask in his hand. And he's like, mm, he's mad that he keeps rewatching this finish over and over again. He won the match. So why is he so mad? Then he looks. Because he got kicked in the face. I guess. He, he's, he keeps rewatching this back, back and forth. And then he says what all of Twitter thinks. He's dead. <laughs> it's like, all right, he's dead. He's um, dead. And he gets up it. and he walks off. So Champa has his eyes set on Velveteen Dream, it would look like. I, I would like to see more of these kind of videos for Champa. Um, he had the, I don't want to say terrorist videos, but you know what I mean? The like self tape. It's almost the shield. It kind of had that like, like weird edge to it. Right. Um, he's done that before. (laughs) I I don't know what else to call it. You know what I mean? It feels like that. It's like, like 127 hours video logs or like. But it's more sinister. Yeah. 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 It's dark. Yeah. Um, I think this works. The more kind of cinematic feel. Uh, watching him watch the tapes and just being yeah this scary. was edited it wasn't just yeah. him watching it yeah it was like edited dark and all spooky had lighting and so i thought it looked really cool really works for his character and i'd like to see more he's these. dead yeah he's dead we'll see we go to our next match and this is a number one contenders match for the women's title candace LeRae versus shotzi blackheart the winner faces eo at halloween havoc for the title Shotzi Blackheart has come out in a tank. She's come out in her Halloween spooky season tank. And now she's added a few things to it. She's got the Beetlejuice like as a snake on the front of the yep. tank as she drives out here um, and then gets off it. She pretty much drives it into the ring, hops out like nothing. She's wild. And then just looks at the camera and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I should hate everything about this, and I absolutely love everything about this. She's flipped Wade Barrett, who's like, yeah, like her fan. She's she's the the queen of the weirdos, and if her fans are the weirdos, then I guess I'm a weirdo I'm the too. One weirdo. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yo, this girl keeps showing me she's lit. Uh, but because it it's it's with all these things, you you know when someone doesn't believe it when it's not that person. Yeah, and so if they tell someone, okay, you're gonna ride a tank to the ring. And then turn to the camera and just go, ah! <laughs> it's some people, it would just look so shit. Yeah. But you believe this is, you can imagine like yeah. you're at a club and she comes in and just jumps over to you and is like, ah! Oh, remember it's, going to clubs? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, you'd see her at Sneaky D's, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it works for her. And it's just like a thousand percent commitment. And it's, yeah, it's her dull up. Yeah, it's it's the best characters in wrestling are when the person is just themselves, but turned up like to a 10, yeah. 10. And that's worked in all of the best wrestling, like Ric Flair, CM Punk, literally all the best characters come from that thing. And I can't believe I'm comparing Shotzi Blackheart no, to that, but, but character... We're criticizing Ember Moon for not feeling like her character. Yeah. Just yeah. being like all over the place. Shotzi knows exactly who she is. Yeah. And I can see some people really not liking it. Sure. But this is who this person is. And I see it on my TV. Like, yeah yeah she's and she's a character it stands out she's she's definitely wade barrett continuously throughout this upcoming match t- talks about how she just keeps proving herself because she 
she might not win all the matches, but she's the, she is what you remember from every episode. And it reminds me of all the times we've seen Shotzi. And I keep saying, Oh, like that may have been my match of the night, or that was really a standout match yeah. there, but between Shotzi and whoever, but Shotzi versus Candace, we get to see this again here tonight and winner faces EO Halloween Havoc. So Shotzi, um, is like, a step ahead of Candace in every move early on here. Candace goes for a suicide dive. Shotzi gets out of the way and hits her own suicide dive. And her tope is even more wild than some people. It's no Seth Rollins push suicide dive. It's like she just jumps and just like falls. Uh, it's great. Um, there's then like a, a knee lift. Uh, is it like a TKO fireman carry into a knee lift from Shotzi, uh, for a two count? But Candace takes advantage and she starts just being a complete dick. She takes Shotzi's face, rubs it against the ring ropes here. She grabs her by the hair. She's throwing her around. Uh, but Shotzi comes back with a roundhouse kick on the apron. And we all go, oh, no. Uh-oh. Not again. Not like last time. So Shotzi did a spot where she did the slice bread on the apron and almost died. Yes. She's done this move a bunch, but she just almost died on TV. So she goes for it again. This time, Candice throws her into the ring post. Ouchie. And then face drops her on the apron. When we come back from break, Shotzi comes back with a sling dog and then a cannonball into the ropes. There's the senton off the top, but Candace gets her knees up, tries to pin her for a two. There's a, a German suplex from Candace, but Shotzi hits a beautiful dragon suplex here with a bridge. Candace with lion salts. They're going back and forth. There's all sorts. Shotzi has this move that's like, I don't want to say cattle mutilation like Daniel Bryan. It's it's similar. Like, it's like a butterfly and yeah. then you flip into a bridge. What even uh, was this? Great. This like yeah, really cool submission. Even, it needs a Shotzi name. For yeah, it, I it needs think. something funny. Like yeah, I don't know what you would call it, but it looks great. The Devil's Backbone. The de- there you go. Yeah. Tweeter. Yeah, she'll be like that. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tweet her now. Uh, <laughs> Finish my message to the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The message Shotzi. Shotzi uh, goes up to the top rope and hits a top rope fez press and then goes to the other turnbuckle for her senton but loray rolls away and as shotzi looks like she's going to try to do like another tope indy hartwell is ringside and so ever so slightly slips candace what looks to be brass knucks and wouldn't you know it it was candace slugs shotzi the ref doesn't see the the foreign object and candace pins shotzi it will be Candice versus EO3, I guess is, you could yeah. say, at Halloween Havoc uh, in two weeks. But awesome match between these two. And you you kind of knew it going in. Uh, these two have been on a roll. Candice obviously on a roll for a long time. And it's only until recently she's kind of getting this prominent spot that she's mm. deserved, really, because she kind of is a huge part of the women's division. But Shotzi in the past half a year to a year has just come into this role so well. This was my match of the night. I uh, really loved it. This was a great match. Um, I love Shotzi's... I, I know in WWE, as soon as anyone has dyed hair or tattoos or whatever, they use the word unorthodox. But she does have such an unorthodox style. It almost looks messy, but it suits her. Like, she doesn't hit the moves like beautifully and gracefully as some wrestlers do but it really suits her like whenever she climbs the top she kind of looks like she's gonna fall off but not like luther you you know what i mean it it just looks like frantic and it really works for her character and i think some of her like sentons look fantastic 
Uh, whenever she's on the apron, you're like, holy shit, what's this girl going to do? Candice, as always, is is brilliant. I, I thought these two had great chemistry together. I liked how Wade, at the beginning of the match, started going on about Napoleon, saying Napoleon quotes, and then he calls Candice LeRae Candice, mm. which I've always thought, Candice, in the UK, can, can, everyone knows a Candice. Right. Whereas Candice sounds so much nicer. Candice. Candice. I don't know a Candice. Candice. No. I don't know anyone named that. Yeah. I know Candice. But it did make me laugh. Candice. Him calling her Candice. But great match. I really liked it. At least he didn't call Johnny Napoleon. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> well, so Candice gets her shot at EO and I'm super excited for that match. I was super excited between either of these two going, but it makes way more sense for Candice, I guess, storyline wise. Uh, and yeah. I like that they're continuing the Indy Hartwell thing as well. Oh, right. I thought she, that was the only thing. Like we've had Johnny interfere in all of her matches. So you figure Johnny comes down for like the save, gets knocked off the apron and then the ref is like distracted and then that's when Indy comes in. But it was just brass knucks. If anything, it should have been the TV remote <laughs> as a weapon for an object. That that would have been too much for me. I guess. That, I, I think it didn't feel... I didn't feel like the match just fell apart because it was overbooking with interference right, or anything. Yeah. I felt I got the match I wanted to see and the finish was Indy Hartwell gives brass knucks and kind of that's it. I kind of liked how clean... How clean the dirty finish was, if, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Can she... Fuck, uh, watching some of Evil's matches in the G1. Like, you don't want ref bump after ref bump <laughs> after interference. This worked. This was fine. Well, that's why I cherry-picked the G1. Mm. Yeah, and Evil, he's no cherry. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he's not been good. We go to Drake and Killian Dane. They're backstage earlier today, and Drake Maverick is trying to run through some ideas. He's like, Dane, look, uh, this is what we're going to wear. And uh, this is our swag. And he's got like T-shirts made. He's got ring. He's got different cloth for gear. He's got like sparkly red and gold and fishnet. He's all about the fishnet. He says it's it's October. It's Halloween time. Fishnets are in right now. Uh, fishnets are always in. He says, you want to wear some fishnets? Would you imagine Killian Dane, a full fishnet? The <laughs> hair would stick through. <laughs> the hair would poke out. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, he says, and look, I've even got a mock t-shirt ready to print to go to, go to WWE shop. I got the name for our team with the logo Fury and the, no, Furry and the Fury. <laughs> he goes, I'm the Fury and you're the Furry. And he goes, I'm the what? I'm the what? The Furry? He goes, yeah, well, I'm the Fury. You're the Furry, but we both have a match tonight against Imperium. And he's like, wait, Drake, you got us a match against Imperium? Ugh, you better hope we win. And walks off. So Drake's like, all right, getting getting through to this guy. These guys are quite entertaining. <clears throat> Pretty funny. I, I, I'm all for this tag team personally. Yeah, I think it makes sense down the line. What were these guys doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm for it. Um, we'll get to their match later. We have Robert Stone and Aaliyah in the middle of the ring. Robert Stone says... No one, sorry, no one wants to be with Robert Stone. Everyone's left me. But their loss is someone else's gain. And he points to Aaliyah. He's like, you're the next star, Aaliyah. You got this. And she's like, yeah. But Aaliyah is going one-on-one with the re-debut, I guess you could say, of Tony Storm. She comes down to the ring. I swear it's some new music. A lot of people was, have new yeah. music in WWE. Yeah. I guess that CFO thing. Um, so it's Tony Storm. It's so generic now, isn't it? 
Yeah, this one's just like some guitar riff. I don't. Yeah. I couldn't even. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's cool, but yeah. Uh, Tony Storm comes down to the ring, looking like a rock star. Tony versus Aaliyah. Uh, there's a seated dropkick early on from Storm, but Aaliyah comes back with forearms in the corner. You're talking about the G1. She likes the G1, clearly. Aaliyah, Aaliyah's forearms look good. Big fan of the yeah. G1. Uh, there's like uh, a neck breaker for a two count, but as she beats down on Tony, she, Tony comes back with a German suplex, then like a huge hip or butt attack in the corner, a clothesline, and then the Storm Zero, the Tiger Driver, uh, like the butterfly power bomb looks great, and Tony pins Aaliyah, the Robert Stone brand. Uh, uh, not looking too good. Not looking too good. But it's Tony time. I I thought for the time they had, I thought they had a pretty good match here. I think Aaliyah has greatly improved. Um, I thought she looked a lot better here. Tony didn't look too rusty coming back. I thought good re-debut for her, re-establishing her. I think she's gonna have a singles run towards the top pretty soon. Um, this this was fine for me. Yeah, uh, I I liked Tony Storm a lot on the the indie stuff. When when we started watching wrestling, you would show me a lot of progress stuff back in the day, and she was all over those stuff. And I felt like her style fit that more. Progress was like rock and roll wrestling. Grit, kind of Shotzi would fit in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. grit, gritty style. She was more that. And then she came to NXT UK and the, the May Young stuff. She just became more like kind of soft to me. And this, this was fine. This was like just to kind of get her over. But I think, I think she could still be a, a pretty big star in, in, in WWE. Uh, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We go to William Regal backstage. <laughs> And he's not happy about the finish of the Candice Shotzi match. He's like, what's going on with, with that indie Hartwell? And he says he's got to up the stakes. He's got to up the stakes for that match. So he's, th- he's going to think about it because Candice and EO, it's got to be the next level. It can't just be a, a rematch. It's got to be the next thing because they're getting all dirty with that indie stuff. No, no, no. I'm going to show them. But, uh, he's then mentioning Rhea Ripley. Uh, and Gonzalez, Raquel Gonzalez, their match. But then he's interrupted by Zaya Lee and Boa, who's just standing behind her in a suit. Uh, Zaya Lee's got her Monica from Friends when she went to uh, a different country hair going on, or like the Matt Riddle braids, Bo Derek it's not, braids. It's more the Killer Kelly. It's the braids either yeah, side. Uh, I mean, it's people... not quite the cornrows. It's not the cornrows. It looks like cornrows. No, 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 no. Really? No, it's it's the plaits either side. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting look. More the Killer Kelly vibe. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, she interrupts William Regal, and he's like, "Yeah." She says, "I want to have a match." And he's like, cool, I'll take it into consideration. No, 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 I, I, I want to have a match next week. She's like, oh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it into consideration. You don't understand. It's very important. I have a match next week. And Regal's like, all right, I'll take it into consideration. And walks off. What um, the hell just happened? I, I felt quite uncomfortable watching this so i i got a really weird vibe from this yeah because because if you followed last week boa approached xia with a a black envelope with like this chinese golden writing on it Mm. and he's like hey got like he's handing her something so we're like oh what is this is he just giving her money is he like join my boa brand we're not sure exactly what he was 
what he was doing, but now he's standing behind her, like asking him for a match. Essentially, he doesn't really talk. He talks barely here, but it's he speaks like, to her in Chinese. Yeah, yeah, and she seems terrified. Yeah, so like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? Yeah, okay. It, it, I was getting like. I have your family kidnapped, and you better wrestle or else. It, it felt like that, or I was getting, like, Anne Hathaway as Eponine in Les Mis kind of vibes. Like, I don't know what that she's means. She's going to sell her hair. She's oh, my gonna, God. Like, it felt, yeah, it felt like Zia Lee is in terrible, awful trouble. Blink twice if you need help. Wear yellow. Honestly, <laughs> like, that's... That's not funny. That's but. how she performed this. Like, she was great. If that's what they're going for... She played this fantastically, but then you've got this guy who's just, if anyone can translate what he said to her, she seems so scared. It does seem like, yeah, you're, I've got your family and you owe me this money by then. So she's like, fuck, I, I need my to, money. I need to wrestle. I need, need my matches. Maybe he's like, yo, you're getting kicked out. Am I overreacting here or like this? I don't know. It seemed weird. Well, why was a that really weird vibe from this? Yeah, I know we're make, making fun of like we're, we just both said weird situations that we're thinking of, but it's it totally was but trying that's where to. Our yeah, heads it went was too. We're not making jokes. Yeah, so yeah. Like, that's they were I aiming that. This. They yeah. were aiming for that because she's she's looking like no, no. You don't understand. I need this match. I need I need a match. I need a match. She was like, please. She sounded desperate. Yeah. So it's like oh, okay, cool. And he's just like, yeah, I'll take it under consideration. So maybe she's not in the Robert Stone brand. She's in the Boa brand. She's in the Boa brand. She better do what he says. Terrifying. <laughs> she better do what he damn says. Fuck. Wow. I want I want a different turn of this story. I want I want it to be like the Robert Stone. I want him to be like, yo, you're Zia Lee. Let's go. I see you out there. You have so much potential. So she's gonna become a killer. Killers killer Lee with those braids. Killerly. Yeah. She's gonna become the next epic I don't know. I don't know where this is going. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah, I just hope she's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope. Her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I tweet. I used to tweet celebrities, but Sean Mendez still has not gotten back to my DMs. He hasn't even opened them. Sean Mendez isn't replying. What am I supposed to do in my life? We go to Imperium. <laughs> Worst segue ever. We go to Imperium versus the Furry and Fury. Furry, Furry and Fury. Furry, yeah. Drake Maverick and Killian Dane versus Fabian Eichner and Bartel, 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 Marcel. <laughs> Bartel, Bartel? <laughs> Marcel, Bartel. So, um, as, <laughs> have you heard the, the WAP Walter yes. remix? Oh my God. <laughs> so, ever since hearing the WAP Imperium Walter theme remix, I can't not hear the Walter theme without rapping wop in my head <laughs> also i highly recommend everyone youtubing the the hottest halloween song if you want if you're having a halloween party on any zoom or maybe you have one in person because you're lucky enough to have people to do that but you shouldn't uh the song of halloween this year is this remix called the monster wop i highly recommend oh it. yeah 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 <laughs> it's a fantastic mashup uh but another great song we don't get to hear though is the theme of killian dane and drake they come to the ring here, but Killing Dane shuts it off right away. He's like, nope, turn this shit off. And it stops like instantly. And Drake is like, hey, we didn't even get to the whistle. We didn't even get to the whistle. It's almost the title of the show. <laughs> it was front runner for a while. It we was, didn't even get the whistle. We didn't even get the whistle. Because uh, that theme that they came out to last week is, is so funny. And they started to come out to it, but he cuts it off. Uh, Dane tells Drake that he is starting this matchup and he's just body slamming both members of Imperium going back and forth here. Um, but then Drake tags in and as soon as he's in, 
he gets beat up. Imperium are tagging in and out, beating the hell out of him. So Dane gets tagged back in and he cleans house. There's uh, a spine buster and PK combo. Drake fights back with like a heel kick. Um, and there's like a spot where Drake gets caught from Eichner with this deadlift brain buster. He then tags in. This is crazy. He caught him from the crossbody. Yeah. And obviously Drake's small, but to do this to anyone is impressive. While he's doing this, Bartel throws Dane to the steps. He goes back into the ring, tags in, and they hit the, what is it, the Imperial Implosion? Yes. The double I. And they pin Drake Maverick in short work here. And they, uh, they, they leave the ring. And as Drake Maverick is in the ring, all sad and beat up. Ever rise show up into the ring and they're mocking and like bullying Drake, like pushing him around, kind of beating him up a little bit. Like, you loser, You're such a loser, huh? Where's your friend, huh? Yeah, We're, nobody likes you, huh? And they start to beat him up, but Dane comes and attacks both of them, sends them packing, and says, Nobody hits you but me. Aww. <laughs> So, kind of weird, but... It's a form of great friendship. Yeah. I enjoyed this segment for what it was. Yeah. I I thought Drake and uh, Dane are starting to like be quite fun as a tag team. I thought Drake actually did a really good hot tag for as long as it lasted. And I could see Dane maybe feeling a little guilty, because obviously he got taken out on the outside, being thrown into the steps, just allowing for Imperium to just murder Drake Maverick. Um uh, I'm quite enjoying this. For for where it is on the card, uh, I think they're doing a really good job at it. I, I thought it was funny. I'm kind of interested in seeing where it goes. And I'm happy they kind of didn't win because then you can just continue to build and build exactly. it and build it. Uh, I think it's good. Uh, and Ever Rise. We're going to get that rematch, I guess. Yeah, Ever-Rise. can't wait. Rematch of the century. Uh, we get a little recap of uh, a lineup. Next week is the tag title match. The Fandango and Tyler yep. Breeze versus... Um, UE. UE. Or as the chat room are saying, fish and rod. Wow, fish and rod. Fish and rod. Because it's fish and rod. Fish and rod. Fish and rod. Yeah. Fish and rod, fish and rod versus Rizango. <laughs> Rizango. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Halloween Havoc in two weeks, on the twenty eighth, we're getting Rhea Ripley versus uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Candice versus Eo. But there's 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 going to be more. The stakes will be upped, as we were, we were told. Regal is plotting and scheming. Mm, I wonder what it will be. Oh, my goodness. Well, we go to our main event. This is a match that definitely looks like it would have taken place on a Halloween Havoc because it's between a vampire and a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Damien Priest, the North American champion, defending his title against Dexter Loomis. Loomis also has new music here. It's no longer Stranger Things. It's a bit of a remix. More spookier rock vibes, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think there were some more guitars in it and stuff. Yeah. It it was cool. Uh, need to re-listen to all these new things. Eh, no, you don't. <laughs> eh, want to want to know if they're good or not? I can't yeah. tell when we're watching on a dodgy feed outside. To <laughs> You're like, does that sound good? Yeah, can't I can't tell. Uh, Priest and Loomis, North American title on the line. They start by chain wrestling. Both are, I, I would you say big lads? It's big, big lads. It's wrestling. big lads wrestling here. And they're both really quick and they're doing a series of chain wrestling. There's arm drags. We have priest with his rope walk cross body. Then the, the press there for a two count. Uh, there's a spot where Loomis is in a strike fest and he just decides to stomp 
at the foot or the ankle of Priest, which then pisses him off and he gets roundhouse kicked and the broken arrow for a two count. When we come back from commercial, Loomis is hitting clotheslines and bulldog and the spine buster and goes for the silence, which is his like arm triangle. But Priest gets gets out of it and elbows the hell out of him in the corner and hits uh, another roundhouse and the flatliner for a two. And then Priest locks in an awesome looking ankle lock. I was talking about two eyes earlier. What about your three eyes? Obviously, Priest is a big fan with this beautiful ankle lock. And Dexter Quite Loomis... Quite differently, though, to how we like, normally see it. He's like... Yeah. It's more of like an ankle hook, and he's bending on the calf as well. Looked really good. Yeah, and this is the first time you kind of see emotion from Dexter Loomis ever, really, yeah. because he's screaming in agony. Uh, he keeps trying to reach for the ropes, uh, but Priest keeps locking the hold. You could you could bite that this was the finish. Uh Dexter screams so much that he screams, fuck, and then they had to censor him, but I could read his lips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he eventually does get out of it, pushes Priest away, but then eats a roundhouse kick again. Priest goes for the razor's edge, but it's blocked and gets hit with like a belly-to-back suplex, and Loomis does a kip-up, but while doing a kip-up, he like launches himself in the air and leg drops Damian Priest underappreciated spot in this match, right? He, he, he's like doing a kip up and then hits a leg drop. How does someone do that? That looked insane. So he's impressive for a guy his size as well. Yeah. Look really cool. Considering he's big. Yeah. Have you ever seen Jack Evans used to do this move where he like, he kip ups, but then like flips his body back, kip ups, like fake kip yep. ups. And then he's on doing it. And then finally moon flip, moon salts onto his feet. Uh, I want to see Loomis do that. Uh, we have Loomis now who's, who's beating down on Priest goes up top for a Swanton bomb, but no Moro, but no water in the pool. There's, he gets up to his feet and is in a striking fest with Priest. Priest gets hit with the side effect and the silence, but Priest gets his foot on the rope. Loomis could not put him down with the silence. Loomis gets him out of the ring and slithers out to follow him, but as he does and, and Priest is in the ring, a flying Cameron Grimes out of nowhere. Fell from the moon. He did. He came out of nowhere and hit the cave-in to Loomis on the apron. Loomis somehow gets up, eventually wanders into the ring, looking all hella confused. And this allows Priest to hit the South of Heaven sit-out choke bomb. And this was huge. This was like, he got him high up there. And Priest pins Loomis. The vampire pins the killer. Um... And retains the North American title. And we'll kind of get to what kind of happens after this, maybe. A, a yeah, let's pause talk about the for a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I was, I'm not the only one who's thinking, wow, look at the stacked, all the title matches on AEW. A lot of people were probably tuning into AEW. And as, as if you kind of heard the main event, Priest versus Loomis, you kind of were like, oh, okay. Well, the star power, I don't know. It's just not quite. Maybe what the other show was providing you tonight. But I will say, these guys went out there and they had a, a great little match here. I, I thought this was fun. This completely over-delivered. I yeah. thought this was, this was my match of the night. Um, earlier, I was thinking, why are you not headlining with the women? But I, I thought this more than delivered. Um, considering Dexter Loomis has been in the company since, what, the beginning of last year when they did the tournament? He's not said a word. His character's over. Whether you're a fan of his wrestling or not, the fact that this guy is still somewhat interesting and is yet to speak, I think says something is working with his gimmick, at least for me. Um, 
I also thought this was the this was by far his best match. Yes, WWE. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, uh, I thought he looked really good. I think the style just worked. These two bigger guys it allowed Priest to be a bit more physical than he usually is. He was almost in that Cody role where he sort of slipped into heel a bit at times, like mm-hmm. attacking the ankle, stomping away at the ankle, which you don't normally see a babyface do unless they're like more of an undersized sized in peril, which Damien Priest isn't. Isn't I thought that really worked. Um, interesting, I said about the Roddy Strong match earlier where he finished with the knee. He didn't do the reckoning to finish it here. It was the South of Heaven, so using a different finish. Triple H is watching AEW and he's like, man, there's so many finishes with no finishers. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I I was a big fan of this. I, I thought it was a really great match. And similar to the women's match, I wasn't mad by the interference because, well, we see where it's going. We see exactly where it's going. And we're going to have, I assume, at Halloween Havoc, Grimes versus Loomis. I guess after... what, And then I'd do Bronson and Priest. Well... No, you're getting a different match because they tell us what we. Oh, of course. Sorry, (laughs) I but I completely forgetting. Yeah, I I I do agree with you. I was not really hyped up for this match, uh, considering what it was probably going against the main event on the other show, and that sucks to always kind of compare because we do love both shows, we really do. But it was like, oh, oh, this is the main event compared to that. It's like, oh, these guys went out and had an awesome match. This was so much better than the Roddy match with Loomis. Like this really impressed me, and I'd say if you don't necessarily watch every week. Give it a go because you might. This might surprise you. This one. Maybe Loomis is breaking away from like the silent thing because he's like he showed emotion here. He got he got beat, which here. got you me more into the match. Yeah, well, I liked him swearing. I like one wrestler. <laughs> I like one wrestler swear. I mentioned Kurt Angle and the ankle lock. Kurt Angle always used to swear, and it oh, got yeah. me so into the match. It's great. Uh, I need to see more of Loomis. I guess after watching mm. this match, uh, but after the match, the champion who retained Priest standing in the middle of the ring, and Cameron Grimes just kind of gets into the ring here, but is welcomed with a reckoning spiking him from Damien Priest. He's like, yeah, you helped me win, but stay out of my business. And he's celebrating with the title. He walks up the ramp and he points to the cameraman and he says, follow me. Come here. Come with me. Follow me. It's going to be sweet. And he's, he points to the Titantron and he's getting ready to do his Hawkeye green arrow pose. And as he's pulling back on his, his bow and arrow, Johnny Gargano comes out swinging a chair, hits him with it, throws it at him, who, who catches it, but then gets the super kick to the chair, to the face. He kind of deserved it doing that spot yeah this <laughs> before we go on let's just talk about this because there's a lot to I unpack someone here who said damien priest seems like a cool guy like i'd be happy to be like damien priest at his age this felt hey mom mom look at this look at this <laughs> look what i can look do. what i can do look with this screen <laughs> look what i can do with this screen i'm gonna do a b- arrow and it's gonna it's go gonna off go mom, mom you're not watching you're not watching follow it me it seems so <laughs> lame well, and Gargano's like, hey, I'm the lame one around here. <laughs> it's not as nice as my TV, is what he said. Uh, so Gargano's standing tall, and Candace comes out standing beside him, and they're laughing. They're like, ha, ha, ha. But William Regal comes out behind them both, and he says, you two, you just 
you 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 sicken me. He's he's fed up with these Garganos doing whatever they want. He goes, "You guys are real. You think you're real cool. You think you're real funny doing what you did. But you two, I know what we're gonna do with you two, Candice LeRae. You have a title match against Io Shirai at Halloween Havoc, and Johnny Gargano." You're going to have your title match against Damian Priest for the North American title. But let's go to our our host for Halloween Havoc. And then it cuts to the opposite side. The, the new The new perch. This is the flat perch. perch. 2.0. The low perch. And there's smoke <laughs> filling the crowd there. And we see Shotzi Blackheart, the official host of Halloween Havoc in two weeks. And she is way over the top in dramatic mode. Elvira, Elvira, whatever you want. She's totally the host with the most, the ghost host with the most, baby. She says, Johnny and Candace. She she goes off into the weird spooky things. But then... Devil talk. Yeah, go, I love it. That's even <laughs> great. Oh, man. Both of your matches on Halloween Havoc will be determined with... And then out of the smoke rises a giant wheel. And she says, spin the wheel and make the deal. (laughs) 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 And Johnny and Candace are like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we just did a Patreon show, Halloween Havoc 1993, featuring Cactus Jack versus Big Van Vader in Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal. And now they're bringing it back. Clearly, Triple H is a big fan of our Patreon uh, and was like, hey, why don't we bring back that take Spin the Wheel thing? This was so over the top and so extra. I'm all fucking for it. I was laughing so yeah. much. So much. Each Just before she even announced it, I was laughing at Shotzi. She looked, but in a good way. Yeah, this yeah. was just ridiculous and camp. And that's what Halloween is. <laughs> and I'm all for this. I've got the list here of, do you want yeah. to get the matches? Yeah, yeah. So Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal is is on Halloween Havoc. Before each match, they spin the wheel. And then the, the, whatever it lands on, like a, a Wheel of Jeopardy it. kind of thing, will be the stipulation. But it's Halloween Havoc and it's crazy. So, of course, these matches are ridiculous. But, yeah, they had the list of all on the wheel. But uh, John Cena wrote it down here. Go for it. So, yeah, we've got a Boiler Room Brawl, Shotzi's Choice, Weapons Wild Match, Trickle Street Fight. (laughs) That's definitely going to be it. Come on. TLS. What's that? TLS. Tables, Ladders and Stairs. Tables, Ladders and Spiders. Tables, Ladders and Shana. Yeah, I don't don't know. know. Tables, um, ladders, and scares. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> a coal miner's glove on a pole match. Oh, my God. A blindfold match. A casket match. A chamber of horrors match. Holy shit. Biker's chain match. Buried alive match. Devil's playground match. Um, what do you see being the two? For What do you see as being uh, Gargano's pick? And what do you see as being Candice's pick? Uh... Candice and Io are going to have a tables, ladders, and scares match. Okay. For the women's championship. And I think Johnny and Priest will have a trick or street fight for the... Or, I mean, Gargano had the chair, but well, I guess. they had the scare. Mm. Uh, Johnny, as the, the wheel is revealed here, is like scared and shocked. He's like, I hate wheels! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wow. This was such an... This was... 
the biggest pop of the night. Remember when we watched Takeover and they announced Halloween Havoc with the commercial with Shotzi and everyone, wrestling fans worldwide, were like, that was the biggest pop of the night because they announced Halloween Havoc, the name at least, coming back. But holy shit, they took it to the next level by bringing this wheel out. Which they should. This yeah, of course. This is a staple at Halloween Havoc. <laughs> yeah. They should. I'm really happy in I'm it. So it shows that I, I think it's going to be a ridiculous show. I'm really looking forward to it. Frank in the room is suggesting that the S is for shots. Yes. And maybe she's added to the match. Because she was screwed. She yep. was screwed out of the finish. So Which that could be interesting. I think would be a good idea, actually. I mean, Shotzi's choice is I add myself to them. Yeah. I thought William Regal was going to announce a triple threat match earlier in that segment with him backstage. That's what I thought he was going to do. So that would make sense. Realistically, Johnny Gargano doesn't deserve No, he does not at all. at all. But my, my prediction is I want both I want both Candice and Johnny winning on Halloween Havoc. Now, someone <laughs> in the room made a point that perhaps it's... Um, Candice doesn't win the title, but then goes for tag gold with Indy. Okay. Could that see could that. Yeah, that's cool. That works with me. Yeah. I'd like to see the titles down in NXT for a bit. I just want to see more smoke machines and spooky it's gonna be shit. Ridiculous. I it's can't gonna be ridiculous. wait. I can't wait for Halloween Havoc. You know, considering, as we said at the beginning, AEW had the stat card tonight. Yeah. There was a lot I actually liked on this week's show. It wasn't particularly newsworthy i'd say apart from spin the wheel make a deal um but i really enjoyed the opening tag match i really enjoyed shotzi versus candice i actually really liked gargano and theory as well and i thought the main event was awesome i i I really enjoyed this show actually i thought it was a bit of a sleeper it was definitely a sleeper hit Uh, i really enjoyed the the women's number one contender match there uh everything you just said like this wasn't a bad episode of nxt by far i just of course, like the storylines and, and title matches on the other show, a lot of people wanted to see that kind of progress. Whereas this well, was more, I guess you could say filler, but it's leading to our like little mini pay-per-view. Exactly. I guess, They're starting thing. to not necessarily try and compete every week, but yeah. build to that show. Um, you happen to have that show tonight on AEW. We've got this show in two weeks with NXT. Yeah, I, I can't wait for Halloween Havoc. The, the Shotzi stuff, she's so over the top at the end here. You were laughing your ass off. Oh, I was laughing so much. I was she howling was too, but it was so over the top, but that's what she's aiming for. She's trying to be the host. It works. Right? It works like, for her. Yeah, it. this was so, so, so epic. I can't wait for Halloween Havoc. And she's smart because if she's good in these kind of roles, she can be in this company forever. Like we'll they'll find stuff for her to do, you know? Like if she's good in these kind of host roles and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think she's someone they can rely on for, for They years. could do a WWE Network, Shotzi ghost hunting. Yeah. You know, scary scary yeah. stories with Shotzi. You know, all sorts of all sorts of stuff. I'm for it. I want it all. Uh, that I, The whole episode was good until the end, and I'm like, okay, let's go. Halloween Havoc is going to be lit. And so will our watch-along and Halloween Havoc Zoom costume party so get your costumes get ready even if you don't want to be in costume hang out and do our watch along as well as a watch along for hell in a cell in a few weeks next weekend as well but yes that's what we and thought for glory oh my god so, many. so much going on uh but that's what we thought of the october 14th episode of nxt let's go see what you thought every wednesday night forum.postwrestling.com we post up and we will read any comments or questions you have for us here on the show uh do you want to start? Sure. We go to Wrestling Graham. Hey, guys, I know it's been a while, but I have an urgent question. Are you ready? Yeah. It's urgent. You always pour one out when someone leaves NXT, but what, what do you do when someone comes back? Pour one in, 
Thanks. Wrestling Gram, out. Uh, when Finn Balor came back, we were like, hey. We this, mocked him. Yeah, out. we were like, this could be this could be pretty good. And then when Ember Moon came back, we were like, huh. huh. Mama wants some gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do we do when people come back? Pull one in. Yeah, I guess. I don't know Pull that, one in. Yeah. We'll, we'll start. We'll see if it catches on. Yeah, we'll work on that, Thank Wrestling Gram. Thank you. Welcome back. We lo- We missed you. We go to mystery. Hiya. Not a fan of Johnny and Candice getting title matches again. That being said, I don't see either of them winning. Not after that video package with Ember tonight where she explicitly called out EO for a title match. It's still too early for Damien to lose the title. And with Indy interfering, I feel like they're going to pair up with Candice as a team. I mentioned in my last point, but I feel like Johnny is definitely losing because he's setting himself up with a feud with Dexter Loomis with that promo earlier and candace is likely going to lose with indy's interference backfires or neutralized by shotzi another thing to consider is that survivor series coming up assuming it's brand supremacy eo is a vastly superior choice to represent nxt than candace would be what stipulations do you think the wheel will decide for them for reference here are the stipulations um we're on the wheel graphic. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, that. definitely. Uh, question. With Lana getting a title shot against Asuka next week, how quickly do you see her getting squashed just for Asuka's true next feud to show up? Oh, it'll be mere minutes, won't it? I guess. It's not going to be long. Yeah. Uh, something I wanted to ask quickly is if Gargano does themed gear for Halloween Havoc, what's he going to be? I think he was pissed that Seth did it at SummerSlam. Because he with totally would have done it. Yeah, I think he totally would have done it. I can see him being maybe with all the Spider-Man talk, like Green Goblin or Hobgoblin. Yeah. Like pumpkins. Yeah. Green. True. Chunks. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think something like that. Yeah, maybe. that could be all right. That'll, that'll be all right. That'd be cool. Yeah. I dig it. This thing would be a pumpkin. You know, the circle, that was his Iron Man thing. Oh, yeah. That'll be a pumpkin on green. Nice. Green and orange trunks. Isn't it the guy in the Spider-Man movie who lost all that weight? He's going to be the Hobgoblin? John Goodman. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, because I said earlier that jo- skinny John Goodman looks like Willem Dafoe. No. And Willem Dafoe's... The guy in the Goblin. Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, his friend. Oh, yeah, him. Like okay. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, he like lost a ton of weight. Yeah, yeah I wonder if he'll be the Goblin. John Goodman lost a lot yeah, of weight. Yeah, John Goodman's not the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be lit, though. <laughs> Book it. Is it my turn or your turn? Uh, your turn. My turn. Uh, Crooked Letter 9. Tonight's show carried on in the absence of Finn Balor and Ridge Holland without missing a beat. The UE and Lorcan and Birch had a sick tag match, par for the course when those four are involved. Tony Storm looked very good against Aaliyah. Ember Moon's promo skills are much better in a pre-taped segment. Shotzi Blackheart is the perfect host for Halloween Havoc. Her and Candice LeRae had a dope match and Indy Hartwell made her presence known. Furthering story between her, Candice and Johnny. Johnny Wrestling took Austin Theory to school and Damian Priest and Dexter Loomis had a solid main event match. The card for Halloween Havoc is filling up eight pumpkins out of ten. Spin the wheel, make a deal. Yeah. Well, Pretty that- much everything we said there. It seems like Crooked Letter number nine is on the same page. Crooked Letter number nine. Hey, thank you everyone who writes in for feedback and thank you everyone who joins us Every Wednesday night for our watch-alongs, again, Halloween Havoc will be doing our post-show, but also the watch-along for that. And like you mentioned, a Bound for Glory Impact Wrestling watch-along. Uh, and then Hell in the Cell, 
a watch along and post show. Post show will be up on on. We'll we'll be doing that all all the whole all the things all the time all, all the, the time. All the time. Uh, okay. But like we mentioned off the top, we do up an extra every Thursday where we talk about AEW Dynamite. So we'll be talking about all the title matches on tomorrow's show. Uh, and then we have the free shows for you freebies out there. We got Batman Returns. We got our best match ever, Hell in a Cell. We're releasing it from last year for free out on Tuesday on this very feed. So go check out that as well. And we got Frankenhooker. We we just did Evil Dead. I mentioned all these shows, but wow, we did, we've been just doing so many podcasts. I love Spooky Season. It's lit. We're, we're going all out for October. Yeah. Um, with Halloween 3 as well, you'll get three free shows this oh, month. Oh, true. We're, we're spoiling you. Shanti Blackheart's so favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. I'm, yeah, you've I'm never pumped. seen it. Halloween 3 will be releasing uh, on, Halloween on Halloween for free as well. We've done Halloween 1. We've done Halloween 2. It's time to do the one where he doesn't come home. Yes. Yeah, no Michael Myers. That, it'll be interesting. But postwrestling.com for all the free shows there that we do as well as John Away with all the G1 stuff. We will be doing a best match ever G1 2020 when that is all over on the Patreon as well. But patreon.com slash up next $5 a month gets you all the shows we're talking about and more every show in the back catalog, all the reviews, all the was next, all the best matches ever, all the movie reviews, all that stuff. Go check us out and support the BDE patreon.com slash up next. And of course, the new Instagram we're trying to push. You got to hang out with us on the gram. Absolutely. Guys, join us on the gram. Help us out. And the Twitter at up next podcast. Go gram us. Go hit the gram, you know. Do you ever want to see someone cook a lasagna? Follow me on Instagram. Wow. Davy Paul. There you go. Yeah. John, uh, John Pollock messaged me and was like, I was captivated. <laughs> I was captivated by, by that your Instagram story. Post? This is yeah. why you got to be hot on the gram, yeah. man. You got to be all hot Working on the gram. On you got to follow him for crazy storytelling such as that. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. Uh, I myself, Braden Harrington. I don't cook lasagna, but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. We will be back next Wednesday night for our go-home show for Halloween Havoc. Join us on the YouTube as well, youtube.com slash up next. And uh, hey, wherever you find your podcasts, give us a good little five-star rating. Help us out. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And spin the deal and make you the deal. Up. What did I say? Spin the wheel and make a deal. <laughs> oh, I messed it up. Oh, hi. Oh, oh, oh. Please check on Zia Lee. <laughs>you host the dinners shovel neighbors sidewalks and make everything from scratch you definitely don't need help making the holidays happen but duncan's holiday blend coffee a warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt especially the hot caffeinated kind america runs on duncan present participation may vary limited time offer terms apply Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 